Our high school guidance counselor used to ask us what you would do if you had a million dollars. Didn't have to work. And then invariably, whatever you'd say, that was supposed to be your career. So if you wanted to fix old cars, then you're supposed to be an auto mechanic. So what did you say? I never had an answer. I guess that's why I'm working at Inatech. No, you're working at Inatech because that question is bull to begin with. If everyone listened to her, there'd be no janitors because no one would clean up if they had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. Talking about millions of dollars. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. We're living in a material world and I am a material girl. Or boy. Well, what about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Well, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke, don't do If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars. Hello, Stacks and Jacks. Um, I'm Tom Holly Andrews on the board. Andrew, I'm not hearing myself. We're doing something here. Um, we have Kevin. You do. Good morning. Uh, uh, how are you? I'm just uh, kind of an interesting day, Kevin. Uh, I'm not... Uh, Something's wrong with the feedback here, uh, Andrew. Um, anyway, uh, the reading about do you read anything about this yellow yellow freight case? Oh, uh, catch me up on it because I did read about it a long time ago. Uh, well, it's, it, that's that rings a bell, but I don't remember the details. Well, anyway, just just as a a way of letting you know what the, how the world is today. Um, last night I was out with a couple of my friends in the hood. And one of the dudes is an attorney. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the turns, dudes is an attorney. He just wins a murder case. The fellow was off, was not guilty, found not guilty. And I said, uh, well, did he do it? <laughs> Which you're not supposed to ask. And he goes, no, he didn't do it. And I said, okay then. How long do you think he was in jail? 18 months. Six years. Wow. That's a number. Well, it's like the line in the Shawshank Redemption. Uh, Redemption. I had to come to prison to become a crook. Yeah. So this morning, Andrew and I are walking up the door, and we see somebody, obviously homeless, leaning up against our front door of our building. We got. I said, you know, you got to get out of the way so we can open the door. It's this young lady, decent clothes, very attractive. She could have been twenty-one, Kevin. What, what is going on? What well, is going I, I, I don't know what to tell you, Tom. It's, um, it, you know, we, we are just, we're, we're in a very bad way. And anybody who doesn't recognize this, people like to talk about what a great economy we have and so on. And it, it they're just whistling past the graveyard, I think. Yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, clearly, if you've, if you've got your money uh, somehow, you know, Put a lot of money in, in certain certain stocks of the market a while ago, two three years. You're, you're you know you're, you're whistling by the beach, obviously. But um, I don't. Uh, it, it all is not bad. I mean, it's not like there's a lot of people who don't see or hear any of this stuff, and then maybe don't notice it or don't want to notice it. But it's um, there's there's real issues out there, and I I don't see anybody. You know, it, it's it's like uh, you know the mash bush comes in and. Everybody else is dying, but you have a broken leg. But still, the broken leg is important to you, right? Uh, and if somebody doesn't treat it, you got a problem. Or if somebody doesn't realize it's broken. Anyway, back to this uh, this yellow situation. Can 
Can anybody be more screwed up? Can, is there anybody here who's not even isn't involved in this? These guys just went bankrupt. Now, Yellow is a huge freight company. Uh, was a huge freight company. They're easy to see because they would say yellow on the back, even though even though this insignia was actually orange, right? Which is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they should have been the orange freight company, but they weren't. They're the yellow freight company. They had a massive uh, dock at 95th and Harlem way back in the day. Uh, bankrupt trucking company Yellow. Uh, this is a, uh, an article by Dan Mangan, and we've we've actually quoted from his articles before. Uh, he writes pr- writes pretty good stuff. Uh, the bankrupt trucking company Yellow Steam Aid. Yellow Steam Aid. That's the name of the place. What money uh, they had fully repaid a controversial $700 million COVID loan to the U.S. Treasury Department, plus more than $151 million in interest. The announcement comes nearly two months after federal bankruptcy. Now, they're in bankruptcy, right? Judge in Delaware approved Yellow selling most of its shipping centers in real estate for nearly $1.9 billion. Now, you know, you just know in your heart of hearts that it's worth way more than that, and somebody stole it out of there for $1.9 billion. You and I just know that, Kevin. Even though, even though there are many details in front of us, we know that somebody, the right guy, got this thing, right? The Trump administration approved the COVID-19 era loan over objections by the Defense Department. Now, you might say, what in God's name is the Defense Department got to do with this? Um, they paid more than $151 million in interest the, uh, on this loan. Meanwhile, unsecured creditors in the bankruptcy case, including employee pension funds, are seeking billions of dollars in payouts of what remains of the company. Now, these guys are teamsters. Uh, Kevin, now, wouldn't they be covered by the Teamsters Pension Fund and not the company? Or, or, or are we talking about salaried employees here, you think? Oh, you know, that's a good question. Probably salaried employees, because you're right, if they are Teamsters, um, that would be a, a separate fund. Although you do have the company's obligation to kick into the fund. Well, the Money Yellow boasts that it's repaid the federal government is but a fraction of the $5 billion that hardworking Teamsters gave back to this mismanaged company and wage and pension concessions for more than a decade, uh, money that the workers to this day have not seen, which I'm sure they haven't. Working people should have been first in line for relief, but they were not. As a final insult, Yellow's failed executives gifted themselves millions in bonuses as they walked away from the ashes of a once great union company. Yellow may have kept his promise to taxpayers, but it betrayed the loyal workforce. It'll be a shameful legacy. Uh, the one point. $3 billion of debt that, that Yellow had coming due this year included the $700 million loan it received in 2020 under the CARES Act, which authorized the Treasury Department to make loans to companies that were critical to maintaining national security during the pandemic. Top Trump officials pushed Treasury officials to approve the loan over the objections of the Defense Department, how they got involved, I have no idea, which determined that Yellow was not critical to maintaining national security. So there you go. Uh, by mid-2023, as it headed toward bankruptcy, Yellow had made only one payment on the loan. Guess how much? In July of 2021. Oh, about $100. $230. Oh, good. So I was going to go Rain Man on you there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> so, in a statement Monday announcing the loan's repayment, Yellow's chief restructuring officer... There's a there's a job we want to get, Kevin, a restructuring C- officer. CRO, huh? Yeah. Uh... Matthew Dunahy said repayment demonstrates Yellow's absolute commitment to fulfilling its promise to the American taxpayer that its CARES Act load will be repaid full with interest. The uh, Tell me how this um, 
<laughs> I don't know. Just tell me something. I can't even. You lost your Tom. The, uh, um, my man here is trying to, trying to help me out. He's not doing so hot, uh, Andrew. The, um, so we are, we're actually going to go down and try and find this girl downstairs and give her a few bucks. Andrew's going to go do that. So, isn't that nice of him, Kevin? He's going to find a girl and give her a few bucks. Uh, well, the, the, the girl. for that. You can get arrested for that. Well, time. the girl downstairs needs a cup of coffee. Oh, okay. Um, and maybe a donut or something. Um, so, so we, this is this is all the stuff we go through here in the morning. You can't just do regular stuff here in the morning, right? Anymore, no way that can happen. You know, but you know, all the times I've been in the studio, it hasn't been chaotic at all, other than slow internet. Well, um, well, that's well, we, we got that fixed now. We're 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 making it. We're we're doing pretty good on all this stuff. Um, Matter of fact, today everything is working as it should be. What did, what did uh, Jack Nicholson say? Two two parts of the government out of three are working, and that ain't bad. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we got to get our act somewhat together countrywide. And I don't this election. Even Joe Biden said this is the craziest election I've ever seen. <laughs> did uh, Did you see the uh, Nevada primary results last night? Um, I, I heard I saw the headline that he won. How, how could he not win? But I mean, oh no, he he didn't win because uh, Trump didn't enter. The, Nevada has uh, a primary, and then they have a caucus later in the week. So Trump's in the caucus. Haley is not. Haley was in the primary. Trump was not. But Haley lost basically by a two to one margin to none of the above um, they, they literally had a none of the above uh, vote on the uh, uh, on the primary ballot and she got uh, about half of what none of the above got that does not bode well for her candidacy um, for some reason everybody's trying everybody's trying to push her out and I don't quite know why <laughs> Well, I don't think so. I think there's a whole lot of people trying to push her in. Um, not anybody with money, because nobody wants to give money more. Oh, no, that's there was a lot of money. Anybody who had money and, and was in the uh, Never Trump camp, they they've been all over Haley. They've been, uh, um, you know, giving her a whole lot of money. Now, I I would imagine, you know, it, if it hasn't started to dry up already, it will, um, because you know, for, because of results like we just saw. Okay, so we don't want her. Does anybody want him? Anybody? Anybody? Anyway, I'm not going to say anything bad oh, about yeah, people like that. Yeah, a lot of voters do. I, but I don't, I don't. I don't. I absolutely do not get that. I mean, I, 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 I can't. He's picking up substantial black support, and he's picking up um, uh, a substantial Hispanic support uh, because it, it, it's really Tom. It's a you know, it's a vote for not those guys, and those guys being the people in the White House now, and and I think everybody feels very betrayed by them. Um, you know, if you're if you're from any minority group, uh, you're feeling betrayed because, you know, uh, uh, whatever promises they made, you know, whatever whether you had Joe Biden out there saying, well, if you vote for him, you ain't black. Um, okay, uh, show us, and you know what's happening. What's the big hot issue uh, for? Uh, um, City minorities. 
I, uh, they're, they're getting priority treatment is going to uh, uh, immigrants who come here uh, again in violation of the law rather than uh, rather than to them and whether whether you agree with it or whether you think that's smart or not that's the prevailing opinion oh uh, I am I am absolutely for a total change in the way we do government here and I would be happy to see the people in Washington swept out but not by him. He's the most despicable human being I've ever seen in politics, and he gets worse by the day. I mean, you... I'd have to think about that. You know, whether you know, top five, but um, but there's there's been some other ones that are pretty bad too. So uh, I'd have to I'd have to give that some thought. We'll, Richard we'll Nixon. Have have, we'll Richard, have to dedicate a show to ranking the despicable. Richard politics. Nixon was was at least a brilliant man that came up with some kind of solutions. This guy has nothing. He has nothing. You don't, you don't think the border solutions he implemented? No, were... no, they were. They weren't. Okay, let's build a wall. Let's do this. That, that is, he, he never got anywhere near the multifaceted problem that the border is. Well, yeah, but you got to stop the bleeding first. No, he, he, he's whatever. So, so you have it, it's not the wall, Tom, that was effective. It was remain in Mexico and safe, uh, and the safe third country. Um, though, how, do, know, how does anybody were, even those know? Those were the big deals that that made a difference, and you're 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 wrong. I'll, I'll, I'm trying to find a nice way to say this. You're wrong if you don't think that was a fact. No, nobody, nobody even knows, Kevin, and you 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 probably do if anybody does. The the stats, what's going on down there, it's all hype, and whichever side you happen to listen to, that's the hype you see. What are you talking about? The Biden administration releases the stats, and the numbers are staggering. They're releasing them. All right. So, so what's what is so Trump? He's, he's going to solve all these problems. He didn't solve anything, Kevin. He put through a, a tax thing that cost us a fortune, and then now the government's broke because of it. We weren't talking about. I know, but whatever. There isn't anything to guy. The border. Okay, he, we're just he, talking about the border. So stopping, how, the, stopping the inflow of the invasion. If you want, I'm going to say that. that more people came through the border when he was president than when Obama was. I would say you're uh, probably full of crap on that. Okay. Uh, the, the man is absolutely a saver. I, I get it. I mean, I, I don't. Don't, don't jump to that, Tom. Don't jump to that. I'm not. Who said he's a savior? The the people who were saying he had he had a policy that was effective, and that was. I, and the reason I brought that up is because you said he didn't have any policy. Okay. Well, now, but well, now we're three years later, five years later, and Venezuela is a bigger bleep hole than it was when he was in there. And okay, there's a there's a diff- I don't think the Venezuelan issue was near as big when he was in office as it is now. Okay, so keep going. All right, so he would just stop everything. Everybody would just be fine. They'd put a wall up. They'd put the army down there. They put no, no, tanks. No, they, they safe third country. If you were a Venezuelan refugee, you could you could take refuge in any country along the way, Mexico, for instance. Um, that uh, uh, as a as a refugee, you'd have refugee status. And uh, and so you could you could go and be safe in that company country. Now, if you can't be safe in that country, keep going. But that wasn't the way it was. And there are other countries in Central America where, uh, if you're a refugee, you can uh, you can find safe harbor. So why do you want to keep going the extra what makes how many th- thousand miles to the United States? What makes anybody think that Mexico is any kind of harbor for anybody with the government they have? Can, uh, do people live safely in Mexico? Some spots. Thank you. Some spots. Thank you. Okay. The, the, guy, in, the guy in my building, uh, he, is, he lives in a smaller town down there. Nine people paid to come to the U.S. 
the van was never found. The people were never found. How safe is that? Good. So maybe we should discourage people from making the trip. We 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 don't mind if they're dead along the way. Maybe we should discourage people from making the trip, paying ah. cartel people in the first place. These Duh. these problems are an awful lot bigger because you're you're paying criminals to smuggle people across the board. You're indebted to them, which can be either you know indebted into um, uh, into prostitution, the child abuse along the way. There, there's all of these issues in here. And people are, for the most part, better off unless uh, unless they're enemies of their state. That uh, they they are, for the most part, uh, much better off staying put because of the it's it's not a picnic getting here, um, and it's not you know it, it, it's not a picnic paying criminals to get you here, because what happens when you owe the mafia money? Yeah, you're stuck with them, and that's exactly what's happening at the border. And and so you know. The, the amount of human traffic, the amount of child abuse, and all of that, when we encourage more people to come here, we are incur- we are condemning more people to be in that situation. Um, you know what? I, I, just, I talked to one of my right-wing buddies last week, and he told me no matter what happens, we don't want one of those people here. We don't care how bad oh, it is that's anyway. Not, that's not what I said, so argue with your right-wing buddy about that. Argue with okay, but I'm saying is this is, this is, these are the supporters that the man's getting. It's and, not all the supporters he's getting. Okay, this is, is, is my Dennis once told me, who's now dead, he was totally irate with the invasion of Iraq, the second one. But he was so pro-Bush because of the abortion issue. I said, Dak, you know, when you, when you vote a single issue, when there's a gazillion issues, you got to roll with the other gazillion. But your one is safe. He said, you know, you're absolutely right. I should never do that. This, this idea that this guy is going to stop this problem and just and it's going to plug the holes, but the rest of the country will be okay. we we got wars all over the place, and the man said that he, that he trusted Putin. Did more we have wars all over the place when he was the president? Okay. Nobody, did, did Russia invade Ukraine when he was the president? They took Crimea. No, they did that when Obama, Obama was Obama, that's right. Um, so, okay, if we only had our manly man in it, there, it wouldn't happen. Did did uh, you know? Did did the uh, activity of uh, Iran's proxies die down because they didn't have the funding when Trump was president? Uh, the, they were afraid I, of our manly man. Tom is you're, you're you're in an all or nothing because you can't stand the man, and you and you're you're showing the uh, complete inability here to look at some of the policies, especially in contrast to what the Biden administration has done, and uh, and. And just discard all. I am. I am very it, much in favor. All suck. You. You. I'm very much in favor of a lot of the Republican policies. By the way, you know that. And I'm also very much in favor in, in some of the stuff the Democrats like. Both sides have some good ideas, believe it or not. And uh, but but they don't. They don't manage them properly either side. But you don't. Right. The Republicans don't need him for their policies. Their policies are pretty good. Mm. Well, actually, I, I think a lot of their policies, as you see with this stupid uh, bipartisan border bill uh, that they negotiated, that is not going to happen. Um, I, I, I don't think all of their policies are very good. I, I look. I, I didn't say all. I said you know, so. I mean, if if you if you were going to ask me, um, you know, where I fall on the uh, uh, political spectrum, my answer is they all suck. Well, 
That's what I'm saying. And I, I don't trust a, a man who, who has zero Renaissance quality to think of the, to deal with the next problem. It's not the. You're right. Some of the policies that they did on the border and stuff, I actually like them better than what this guy's doing. But that doesn't mean I trust him for the next policy. But I don't trust oh, him to do anything. And that's fine. Then don't vote for him. But but don't go brand all of you know everybody who supports him is either idiots or bigots. That's just I, not I did not say that. I said well, yeah, kind of went there, Tom. No, I didn't. It, I mean, then then why do you you know why do you jump to the example of your friend who says I don't want any of these? I, I, I have I have people who are close as to if, me. As th- if that's a fair there's, generalization. There's, there's people of me that say he's a great American. There's people who think that he helped the middle class. He's been stealing from the middle class since he was ten years old. For God, he has never helped one person in the middle class. How could anybody think for a second he has? You know, and and I did get a kick out of when when you and John were talking about commercial real estate developers. Duh, that's kind of the world the man comes from, and that's exactly how they operate. Well, okay, and I don't want them as president either. No, I, I don't. I was to say that it sort of explains a lot, though, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you you talked about the the tax uh, how, how how much the child tax credit helped people. Do you know Not the child what, tax credit, doubling the personal exemption. Okay, but you, you realize that now it, with the inflation number we have, how much inflation has helped the government out? That if you, if you buy a, a new car here in Illinois and pay the tax, that means you can't deduct like any of your property tax. If you buy a new car, your tax is like nine grand. That's your whole number. Well, and and that's a function of inflation because when they pass the uh, uh, the cap at ten thousand dollars on um, the uh, the taxes and all that, uh, everybody it, while everybody was screaming uh, um, tax cuts for the rich, that was actually a tax increase for the rich at the time. You know, uh, yes, inflation has totally eroded. Right, and, and who brought us the forty percent increase in the money supply? Trump. And who bought us the next the next twenty percent? No, I mean, Trump. Most of it was in his 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 time. Oh, I don't think. Well, okay, you 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 got the tracker on the money supply, and I agree. I, you know, how many times have I said I hold t- Trump totally responsible for the overreaction to uh, COVID and all of the spending that went with it, as well as just the normal course of spending. He was no. never he was never a financial um, a financial conservative. But the, the two ever. of them, the two of them, the, the Trump Biden group. Has 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 put has has put government in the in the biggest they're the biggest gainer from this inf- inflation by anybody. They both now who's behind it? Whether those two guys even have a clue that they, what they did, they are the biggest people behind it because now people are in different tax brackets, sales taxes to the moon, and the same stuff he used to buy. I mean it. Kevin, whatever is going on, you're not going to get an argument from me about inflation. But what did we say? What did we say right back at the at the beginning of the Biden administration? Is that the economy's recovering with because of all the money that got pumped in? We're going to see um, inflation. It's inevitable. But for the most part, the economy was in a recovery mode, or at least rallying. Uh, after everything was locked down, and all that the Biden administration had to do was leave it alone and pat themselves on the back. Well, yeah. And what did they do instead? Is they came up with two more right off the right out of the chute, and there's been another one since then. They came up with two more right off the bat that were huge spending bills that dumped a whole lot more uh, money into the uh, uh, economy. But here, here's and, here's my and, and triggered up inflation even worse than it had to be, even I, worse than it was going to be. 
it, it, but here's, I guess, Kevin, we talk about these subjects all the time, and whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden, whatever it is, is we have, we seemingly have dumbed down the, the population here to the point where people really would put up with either one of these guys. There, you would not, you would not want either one of them if you had, if you had a leak in your house to help you fix the leak. I don't think either one of them right now in life, either from their history or their stage of life, is the person you want leading you into the next crisis or out of it. And yet, and yet there they are. And, a question. Yeah, and, and I understand that, Tom, and I, I don't think that's the argument that we have. I just get upset when we generalize, when we, when we revert to Hillary Clinton's basket of deplorables and generalize about people that way. I don't think that's a reasonable okay. characterization of people. I think there's a lot of people who are uh, are willing to vote for Trump because they really I, can't, they can't stand the social agenda that we're getting from the left. They can't, uh, you know, they can't, and and that's actually the primary driver because I consider the border part of the social agenda. So when, when did um, that? When did it? When did all that change? Because I don't I don't remember anybody in the Democratic Party not wanting people to go to jail. I mean. Not my Democratic Party. I, my Democratic. Do you think John Kennedy would, would, didn't, didn't want people going to jail if he did something bad? I mean, come on. I mean, where, where, well, when did this all so, change? So, so there's there's that. There is the all the censorship issues that have come up. There is, um, uh, you know, all of the uh, the the transgender issues. I, you know, I look. Someone wants to change their gender. Cool. You know, do it. It's up to you. Um, but do it as an adult. I think it's abusive to uh, well, I would agree. To, to let children do that. And yet that's big on the agenda. And so all of these things, and, and really it's, it creates, it's really saying let's create chaos, let's undermine the social fabric of this comp- country because if you really want to change it, if you really want to beco- uh, become even more socialistic than we already are, then if you, if you want to do that, Chaos is the way to go, and I, you know, I really think that's the logic that's behind. I, it. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not so sure I can debate that. But you know, Kevin, don't don't assume necessarily that everybody who's on the right is as well informed and willing to talk about it in a sensible way like you are. I, one of my somebody I know real well, cousin's boyfriend, he's a pilot from one of the airlines. He's retired. I see the guy. I just meet him. I met him before. I see him, and he tells me, "Well, you know, I'm very conservative." And I said, okay. Uh, well, you know, I'm seriously very conservative. And I said, uh, okay. I said, so you're probably a Trump supporter. This is six years ago. And he goes, well, yeah. I says, well, no, why do you like Trump? Well, that's easy. Hates Hillary, hates, Hillary, hates liberals, hates minorities, and, and something else. I go, okay, you got four out of five hates. <laughs> it, it, it's not my idea for, of supporting somebody. <laughs> but, Kevin, it, it's rampant among people. They don't like anything that's going on. They hate all these people, and he's the savior somehow. And but the point is, it, I, I, well, and I, I, you know, there's also a fair amount of people that say, you know, if they do elect Trump, the liberals are going to go out of their minds, and there was a lot of entertainment value. Oh, sure. That. So I, we're going to get shitty policy either way. At least let's get some entertainment. Okay, I, I, that, uh, these, <laughs> these are the same people that wanted the guy on your fired, wherever they were show it. But my my concern, and you know, I. Yeah, and I, you know what? I never once watched that show because I, I, well, like I, I, I watched some of the the, the bleeps on it, you know, the, with the bleeps, the little takeouts. But uh, here, here's I, I think like you do. I think we agree on a lot of stuff. This the country right now is is splitting apart dramatically, certainly economically, which I believe is leading to the other stuff. To be honest with you, um, 
I mean, the, the 1% of the group now has gotten they're more, have more percentage of the pie than they ever did at any time other than 1929. And we know how that ended. So I don't want to end that way. I think that we are in a crisis almost of the same size as when the country was put together, the Civil War, or maybe World War II. And, and somehow or another, we as a people lucked out dramatically or something. We had Washington, we had Lincoln, and Roosevelt. I think the crisis now is every bit because we, we're, 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 we're tearing it ourselves, which means that's much, more, that's much worse of a crisis than, than fighting Hitler or, or Japan, I think. We're fighting yeah, ourselves. I, I, I think we've broken up our society into a whole bunch of us's and them's. Yeah, well, and, and I think that the, the person to lead us out of this, and I can't put my finger on somebody, has got to be somebody who really has an intellectual background, has a historical background, has a psychological background, has a business background, is going to make people feel that somehow or another they're part of this unit again. And, and the two people we have running are not going to do that. So so I, I'm not going to support either no, one of them. Nor, nor do I think, because we go back to the original discussion of, of Haley, I don't think Haley's that. No, I don't think she is either, to be honest with you. And, and so so she's, she's not going to pull it off. I don't know who's out there that is prominent in the political world that will do that. Um, I sure as heck can't think of anybody. No, me neither. Um, who, uh, you know, who who would fit that bill? But God, we need that person. Yeah, and, and you know, the weird part is, I I can uh, I don't really have an issue with the guy who's mayor of the city of Chicago, other than he's got no business being mayor. <laughs> I, yeah, other than he's just not good at his job. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, like, what did Jack Cass say? How about his stress issues? Well, everybody has stress issues in their first job. This is his first job. You know, he's, it's probably a little harsh, but not so much. I mean, right? Anyway. Oh, I think it's spot on. Anyway. Do you uh, subscribe to Cass? Uh, no, but I should. I mean, I yeah, I, I do. It's it's really, uh, it, you know, he's he, he and the people, his contributors, are uh, are very interesting. Um, we're going to have to go to break. SP Futures are down a buck and a half. NASDAQ Futures up five. Not much going on. We... Um, what do you think? It is Lily coming out. This the whole world is is all over his his, his fatso drug, right? And and, and their diabetes uh, drug are billions of dollars now. Yeah, you know what? Shut your pie hole. That's you know, the I, 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 I would say. So. <laughs> Be right back, stocks and jacks. How much confidence do you have that your investments will make you wealthy? Do you truly know the odds? Welcome to Luckbox, the control freak's guide to life, money, and probability. Luckbox shows you how to gauge the likelihood of success before you commit to an investment or any other decision. And Luckbox is free for one year at luckboxmagazine.com jocks. Each new issue dives deep into the current investing climate, separates the signal from the noise with relevant trade ideas, and equips you with cutting-edge tactics you don't already know. Luckbox is the essential magazine for proactive investors who are hell-bent on pursuing life, luxury, and happiness through sports, fitness, travel, food, spirits, music, and a whole lot more. Smart investors don't bet on possibilities, they play the probabilities. Luckbox is $7.99 on newsstands, but you can subscribe for 10 free digital issues at luckboxmagazine.com jocks. Don't rely on luck. Get Luckbox at luckboxmagazine.com jocks. Is your business being challenged by the complexities surrounding healthcare reform or other matters related to human resources management? If so, then Cognos HR can help. 
a longtime friend and contributor to the Stocks and Jocks radio program, Cognos HR provides its clients with a perfect blend of strategic consulting and day-to-day HR management to drive overall improvement in business performance. Companies that join the Cognos HR family are better able to manage healthcare costs, enhance benefit offerings, and improve employee satisfaction by leveraging our access to Fortune 500 benefits. Our innovative onboarding and payroll technology, along with our constant attention to detail, enables us to provide the highest level of quality service to our clients. Now, your time and energy can be focused on generating business and increasing your bottom line. We'll take care of the rest. For more information, call us at 630-401-8810 or search us on the web at CognosHR.com. Cognos HR, innovation and human resources. Licensed in Illinois and Arizona. Hello, this is Tom Howell, the Chief. Confused about investing these days? I suspect you are not alone. Investing was never easy, although at times it may have seemed so. I think one reason behind the current concern, although maybe not explained as such, is how the fluctuation in the American dollar and the associated politics is affecting your investments and your wealth. It may not be enough to make some money in your investments. You may need now to make enough to exceed the amount that your leadership is depreciating the value of the dollars you've worked your whole life to accumulate. That same leadership has seen fit to maneuver risk-free interest rates to near zero. Providing positive risk-averse returns in a zero-interest and declining real-wealth environment is by far the toughest assignment I've ever had in my years as a money manager. I'm sure that a lot of you have heard that one way to possibly deal with this problem is to invest in so-called hard currencies like silver and gold, the idea being that they will retain their relative value in the face of devaluation of paper currencies like the dollar. To be honest, I have never been a gold bug. I've always had faith that having enough dollars and a good investment strategy was good enough. Now I'm not so sure. But I do know that if I did invest in gold or silver, I'd want to do it in the same manner as we do with PTI for investments in the market, with defined risk. If you feel the need to invest in gold or silver, we can do it using the same strategies that we use for our protected index program. No matter what you invest in, we feel that you need to know and control your risk. Find us at PTISecurities.com. That's PTISecurities.com. Stocks. Jocks. Stocks and jocks. Stocks and jocks. You are out of control. Here. Right now, right here, right now, right now. Hello and welcome back, Stacks and Jacks. I'm Tom Howell. Uh, Andrew on the board. Uh, I just got a text from somebody. Biden is feeble. Okay, let's go with let's go with Jeff Fort. I'll go with Jeff Fort then as our next president. Whoever he is, whoever it is, the alternative is fine. I can't, and whatever. It's the, it's the, it's the routine. Um, the, we have Dow futures that are, are down 44. S&P futures down up a quarter. NASDAQ futures up 15. So not much going on anywhere this morning. Uh, we did have Nvidia traded yesterday at over 700 during the show, and then it actually traded as low as 670 later in the day before it come back a little in the close. But 700, once it got over there, there were sellers. It was kind of interesting. I'm not sure that they won't go through it today, but uh, yesterday we did not. DAX down 57.3%, FTSE down 334 CAC around down 19.3. Asia, which was a big push up yesterday, the Chinese markets, because China was starting to put money into the system like they said they would. Today, Nikkei down 40.1%, so not much there. Hang Seng down 54.3%, still hanging over 16,000 though, 16,081. Shanghai was up 41.4. Uh, you know, so we're, we are trying to figure out just what the stimulus is going to be over there. And whether or not the uh, you know whether or not they're gonna have rules like no short selling and all other stuff, which they, they usually do from time to time. Uh, bonds, ten year up three basis points, four point one three. The bond up one, two point three one. Japan unchanged at point seven three. Uh, we've got oil up fifty nine cents, seventy three ninety, right in the middle of this new range, if that's what it is. I got the new range at seventy one to seventy five and a half, which is like three four bucks over what the old range was. 
Doesn't mean we can't break out one way or the other. Brent up 61 cents, 79.20, almost back at 80. Natural gas up a penny, 202. Uh, pretty low for the dead of winter, because, but it's going to be 50 degrees today. Maybe that's why. Arbab up two cents, 223. We've got gold down 430, but right in the middle here, 2047 of the the 2000. The range here appears to be 2010, 2055. So we're at the upper end of that range. Silver down 13 cents, 2234. Silver has been getting hammered. Hammered. If you're a person who looks at this as a as any kind of an indicator of of the economy. Silver is more of an industrial metal than gold. The fact that it's it's leaking compared to gold might mean there's less. Who knows? But that that's some people think that way. I don't know. I never really did. Copper unchanged 378. Uh, crypto is uh, uh, down 110 to 43,010. Uh, yesterday, uh, just as a way of review, that was up 141. S&P up 11. Nasdaq up 11. So we were to the upside. Not so much, but upside upside it was. What do you got for us, Trevor Weather Sports? Boy, the Bulls, big game last night. A lot of fun to watch that one. Yes, they got it. It was, uh, excuse me, it is currently Wednesday, February 7th here in Chicago. It is 6.44 a.m. And yesterday, we went off with sports. Uh, we had a win from the Bulls. They won over the Timberwolves. And that was an overtime win ending the game, 129-123. to And we also had a win from the Suns, winning over the Bucks, 114 over 106. Moving over to Chicago weather, it is currently 33 degrees, uh, mostly cloudy skies today. We're going to have a high about 49 throughout the day. Over in Phoenix, they're currently at 49 degrees. they got mostly clear skies. They're going to excuse me, have a high of 60, and they're going to have a little bit of cool skies with a chance of rain throughout the day. Now, finally, for Chicago traffic, uh, looks like not too much to report. We have a little bit of slowdowns building on the inbound expressways. If you're coming in on Stevenson, uh, just before Central Avenue, things are slowing down a little bit. Um, other than that, I'm just noticing here uh, there is a, a dense fog warning right here in the loop. Uh, but looking out the window, I don't. I can see pretty far, so I'm not sure how long that one will be in effect. Uh, hopefully not for long. That's the best way to do the weather, look out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's. I uh, can see pretty far right now, so... That is all I got. Back to you, Chief. The um, uh, did you watch any of the Bulls last night, Kevin? I did not, but I uh, I know the story of the game. I I heard it this morning. Yeah, they were twenty three down to a really good team. Yeah, and came back, forced overtime, and won the game. Boy, that that guy from uh, who, the guy is it? Who's the, the real big dude? Is it Towns or one of Carl one? Anthony Towns? Yeah. But one of those guys is incredible for three-point. How do you stop? How do you, how do you guard a guy from three-point when he's like 6'10"? Well, and especially when he can handle the ball and he can yeah. dribble by you if you step out on him. He's from, uh, is he, is he, where is he from? North, I've never seen him in college. Is he North Carolina? Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. All right. Kentucky. He was on that team when the Irish got to the regional final. They uh, they went down to the wire against Kentucky, and the, uh, Towns was one of their players. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's that, a, that was a really good Kentucky team. These guys have... Uh, I mean, they got two or three guys' names that I that I remember being really, really good. I mean, they're pretty deep, Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, they're a good team. They have a chance to make it, uh, you know, through the uh, conference and to the finals. I, uh, you know, I'm su- I'm surprised you watch people improve or you see people do something different. I'll say our buddy Stacy King, the color announcer. Uh, I I like him. He's a good guy. Uh, or I think he's a good guy. He has been pounding the table all year. For this coach, Billy, what's his name? Billy uh, Donovan. Billy, to put Andre Drummond and Kobe or, and Vukovic uh, on the floor at the same time. The guy avoided doing that now for 
a year and almost a half. Now all of a sudden, he's doing a little bit, and, and all of a sudden, the Bulls can match up against some of these teams. Why, why did he... It was like the plague. He avoided that for a year and a half. They could never be on the floor at the same time. And all of a sudden, they are at the end of the game, and the Bulls are looking a lot better since they are. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, there may be a, a certain amount of who wouldn't have played uh, in those minutes, and uh, of course, with Levine gone, um, everybody's uh, every, you know, all the minutes have been juggled around. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't follow the Bulls closely enough anyway because they just piss me off more than anything else. Um, so, uh, you know, th- that would be a good question, but I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know why. I can't but, explain. But I think one of the, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't watch all the other teams around the country like you do and some of the other people on this show, but I, one of the, human, the good human interest stories has to beat is Kobe White. The kid just keeps pushing and keeps getting better. He's, he's like this, the new, the, you know, this decade Jimmy Butler. The kid is really good. And when he got here, I'm like, what did they draft him for? And yet, every summer they said he does nothing. But now he's become a pretty good three-point shooter. He can drive. He's big. I mean, nobody wants to try and take him out. He takes pretty much everybody off the dribble. Well, he only, he only played one season in college. And when he, when he was at North Carolina, he wasn't, he, it wasn't like he was one of those phenom freshmen um, who... You know, everybody looked at him and said, "Oh, this guy's going to be a top draft pick next year." So it was it was a little surprising that he came out when he did. Um, it has taken him some time to get there, but he's you know he's become a very good player. But he has a. I mean, they they claim that nobody works harder in the off season and during. I mean, he. Say, I mean, I thought the same thing happened to Jimmy Butler. I mean, some people, you know, they just they realize that they're they they, they just keep going. And you see it in business. Some people say, some people know, some people yes. I feel great for the guy. I mean, I really do. I mean, uh, I like to see people do well, especially after a couple of years. People are like, where do we get this guy? Why and why do we get him? You know, type of thing. Uh, I don't. Know if, I don't know if I like to do the hairdo that much, but that's okay. Everybody can do what they want, hairdo wise. Um, when I say I don't like it, I don't see how you can. I never thought how you could play a lot of sports, Kevin, where you're constantly, you know, in the shower. It seems with, with long hair. I don't know. How, I, don't, I don't know how. To me, that was always would have been a real issue, but I guess if, you know, if you got you got time to take care of it afterward, you're all right. <laughs> Maybe I was just lazy. I don't know. That could have been just been it. Um, yeah. You, did you ever wash your hair? I can't remember. Um, I, if I don't do it every day, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, when you're working I, out. I am now, in fact, I, I trimmed my hair before the show today. Uh, you know, when, when they when they closed all the barber shops, I just got out the uh, uh, the clippers and started doing a buzz cut. You got the bowl? And, and, you, you didn't go. And, you... and it is just so nice to get up in the morning, pat it dry after the shower, and I'm done. My hair is done. God. Well, I know if, you, if you're playing ball, though, I mean, you're. I mean, there were days where I'd, I'd, I'd play basketball at lunch at Pullman and I have a handball game at night. You know, you're, three times a day you're washing your hair, for God's sake. I mean, the last thing I needed was, like, it down on my shoulders. Just saying. Uh, what do you make of this weekend, boy? The money, the money's flying. Uh, how much is it to be? Uh, what, what is the Super Bowl ticket now? It's it's huge. But you know, I, all I kept thinking about the other night was was you telling me, and I told the story at the boys at the bar. Um, you were saying how the, the new generation, the new world is, doesn't matter whether it's football, basketball, baseball. If it's a happening spot, and, and it flies around on Facebook, you got to be there. And you, remember you telling right. me... You're, you're not there because you're a fan. You're not, you're there because you're making the scene. Right. Remember you telling me, and the guy's long retired, that Jeff Samarja 
was pitching for the Irish, and he was a football star at Notre Dame, and he pitched too, but he basically people knew him because he was a football star. Uh, and he was pitching one day, and all of a sudden it became the you know the, the place you had to be. And I've gone to some of the baseball games down there with you, Kevin, and there's what two three hundred uh, stolid fans from South Bend, if that, yeah. if that, and you might get you might get depending on the weather, hundred students, two hundred maybe, uh, maybe a little more. I mean, I've been there in a couple of years since COVID, uh, and all of a sudden you said the place was mob because it was the place to be because he was pitching. Samarja was there. Yeah, and and I see that in basketball all the time, where the student turnout is, you know, is meager for a lot of games and a lot of good games. Um, and then you know, if Duke or North Carolina are coming to town, that's different. Okay, now we're going to fill it up because we're going to be on national TV. We get to show. We get to show. You know, they'll they'll put the cameras on the students section like they're the most rabid, most wonderful fans in the world. They're the, they haven't been <laughs> they haven't been here all season. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it it really is a a different perspective. I don't know if it's because not as many people are sports fans and sports junkies because when you and I were that age, we were going to the games because they you know because they had you know what was the reason to go over for a basketball game today because there's a basketball game today. Let's yeah. go. I mean, um, you know, to, to get out of the dorm and go see, of course, when I was a freshman, you got to go see Austin Carr, so that was something we didn't want to miss. Um, sophomore year, we went anyway, but boy, the team was awful. But I, I never missed a hockey game either. Because most of the hockey players lived in our dorm, so I knew the guys. So I was, was going to go yeah. to those games. But um, but I I uh, this this Caitlin Clark phenomenon is exactly the, the the deal up at Northwestern. How can I say this politically correctly? Every yup mom with money had to take her daughters to that game. Four dollars a ticket. And what do you think they get in a normal game at Northwestern? Women, three hundred people. Well, I mean, I might probably, yeah. You know, that's actually an easily discoverable number, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably uh, measured in the hundreds. Maybe they get a thousand. But now, if 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 you have been, the amount of money that is in those areas up there for sports and everything else, I mean, it's, it, as you know, Kevin, I talked to a whole bunch of different people. You talk to the group who's, you know, either from the North Shore or someplace, and what they consider to be normal in terms of expenditures and themselves and their kids. Then you talk to people in the building whose kids are playing soccer for the charter school and wondering where the next pair of cleats are coming from. Let's just say there's a difference in the society. Is that a fair statement? Uh, yeah, I, I think there is. But I also, I will say this. I mean, that's to go see Caitlin Clark. I think this is, this is a really good thing. Why well, do, too? Uh, that you have that star because it is really, you know, um, I, I think, you know, I mean, women's sports has grown a lot, especially basketball, especially soccer. Um, they, they have really, really grown in popularity. So it's, it's not a huge issue getting participation. But it is, um, I, I think it is important to be getting uh, the, uh, um, you know, to, to start having the heroes, to start having the people that they look up to. And uh, so when you get a great player like a Caitlin Clark, and there's, there's quite a few of them. I, I am watching um, uh, Hannah Hidalgo here at Notre Dame uh, just, you know, do incredible things. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's all, um, it, 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 you know, th- I mean, this girl's like five foot six. <laughs> and, and, and she's, you know, putting up... Uh, 
you know, incredible numbers. She's going to set the freshman record for steals if she hasn't already. Um, you know, she's just doing really cool things. And she's taller. You know, she's taller than Spud Webb. Barely. She, she tower, <laughs> towers over Spud Webb. To, towers over Spud. But you know, the 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 point is that uh, you know that she is going. I I, mean, I, I have a, a picture. I, I should probably get it up on Facebook of her uh, driving over big people over six foot four centers and up in the air you know where her her belly is at their head good for her uh, it just and but she's a total energizer bunny she doesn't stop um my daughter and i go over to the uh um uh to the uh, women's games and every time she's just harassing somebody and going for a steal because she averages almost six steals a game <laughs> we just sit there and laugh it, it isn't even cheering for her anymore. It's just saying, watch her harass these people. It's incredible. Well, the whole the whole concept of, of how many and, years... And, you know, God, if they ever get all their players healthy, <laughs> and, and with her as the addition, and, and next next year a, a 6 foot 5 center who's going to join them, um, you know, they're, they're going to be hell on wheels. Well, good for them. I, the whole idea that, that women should not, in the generation before us, that actually you know, a real lot of guys didn't enjoy sports all that much as well. They just worked and came home. But uh, like my mom said, you know, I don't understand how come guys only get to get to play sports and not girls. She goes, I like to play too. I mean, I don't know. How women get you. to be cheerleaders. They get yeah. to cheer for the guys. Well, we, had a, we used to play baseball every night, well, during that part of the year, and then the football. A girl down the block used to come down and play constantly. And people say, what's the matter with her? I go, nothing. She likes baseball. <laughs> what's the matter with her? Nothing's the matter with her. I mean, it, it, you know, I... I don't, but I, I think it's absolutely. But, but people, you play sports not because you're a superstar. You play them because you love to play, and I don't see why. I mean, the the idea that that it ever should have been, even you know, even at the college level or whatever. I mean, I, people play sports to, to blow off steam. They have a competitive stuff where you feel better when you're done playing. And oh, by the way, it keeps you in shape. It's about as good a thing as you can do. I think, and, and why one sex should do it, not the other? I, you know, I don't why that ever was yeah, like and, that. And you're starting to see it. You're starting to see attendance go up. It's not everywhere. You know, clearly, it's not everywhere. And it wasn't that long ago um, that in women's basketball, you would see that there were three, four, five teams, something like that, who were, you know, just different from everybody else. Uh, and uh, you know, so once you got out of the top five, there was nobody with a shot at making. Uh, well, for how many years, if you championship or anything like that, that's yeah. not true anymore. Well, for how many years did the there was the final four every year, the same one of six teams for like a decade? Yeah, Tennessee, UConn, uh, you know, et cetera. You no, it was the, Notre Dame for a while. Yeah. Well, they, then, well uh, Baylor Baylor broke in with that big tall lady. Yeah, with Brittany. Uh, Reiner. Yeah, I mean, there's no and, way you could have stopped her. And their coach is now at LSU from th- those days, so, uh, you know. That, what is the, what is, we had this, you know, debate in the bar the other night. How, the, the normal, most teams' big person, uh, most of the, the, I'll say the centers on most of the teams are what, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, I mean, there's still very uh, six, six, four to 5. Yeah, I'm saying there's, there's still very few you know, you'll, six, get, you'll nine. get Elizabeth Kitley at uh, at Virginia Tech, who's a, a great player, and she's six foot seven. But uh, but there aren't that many that are up that high. Yeah, one one of the guys was telling but, me. But you remember yeah. you remember when we were talking about seven footers being a freak, 
in men's basketball, and where you said most of the seven footers are, are, you know, they're they're just not very athletic. Well, that's not true anymore. No, no. Well, you know, I, I think well, Kevin, the time is coming. The, the time the, is coming. Well, the, despite the idea that people, I think in the in the NBA, well, even when you and I were kids, there were, you know, six seven men that were over seven feet and amazingly athletic, and even in the NBA today. Not that many people. Well, now some of it because you've gone worldwide with the people, but still, there's not a whole lot of people walking around that are seven foot. I mean, there just aren't. I mean, I, you know, I can walk down the street even though I'm not six four anymore, and there are very, very few people walk by me. They're taller than me on Michigan. I mean, once in a while, but I mean, the, the day I saw Bill Cartwright, I mean, holy, holy bleep! The guy, the guy was a foot taller than me. I mean, the dude is huge. I mean, there aren't many or Dave Corzine or guys like that. You don't see too many of them even now. I don't think. But I don't think there's too many six eight ladies walking around. I think six four no, six. No, there aren't. There are, no, there aren't. Um, but uh, but you will see, and, and you know, I, I, we're seeing things in that sport like we didn't used to see. Like we're starting to see a lot of six foot one, six foot two guards. Instead, yeah. it, you know, it, where, yeah. where you back up ten years, you were a center. All right, real quick, Kevin, on the back on the just on the political stuff for a second. Since we have guys that are both this age, and we have one guy, you know, in court all over the damn place, is is it really right to for everybody else to drop out right now? I mean, is is the is the Bobby Kennedy phenomenon where you could look at it and say, boy, this doesn't look so hot, and pile in and when did he get shot? Was it June or May or something? And, and pop in later. Are we going to seal all that off that nobody can do that now, or what are we doing? Well, I, I think that's what the uh, uh, Biden team is trying to do, and, and, and they're squelching things in, in primaries. They're trying to knock the the one congressman who's uh, a, actually a declared candidate. They're trying to knock him off of ballots. They're, you know, they're going out of their way to do it because I think they do have concerns about getting closer to the convention and either being forced out or um, or somehow. Um, uh, you know, or Biden being unable or impaired or whatever that he can't go. And uh, honestly, I I think you know, I, and I I know I've said this on the show before. If Biden gets in trouble for corruption, it's not coming from the right. No, I mean, you know, they got their investigations and all that, but it's because they're gonna want him out on the left because they're saying, well, he's gonna lose to Trump, and we can't live with that. So, uh, so when they when they come to that conclusion, the real easy way to do it is just start feeding the media with all the corruption stuff and all the corruption details that they've been ignoring for so long. Yeah, but, but the other guy might actually be convicted. <laughs> you know, and and it's interesting that he he might be convicted of stuff that, for the most part, I consider a load of, a crock of poop. But um, but the uh, uh, but but it's a, a perpetual harassment. You know, and. It's it's interesting that they keep saying you know he's he's going to weaponize the Justice Department against his opponents. Who's doing that now? <laughs> you know? But I mean, the, the man gives you a fertile field. Oh yeah, but but really, you know, this insurrection stuff is it, it's it's silly. Um, it, it's silly as a, as a crime. Um, you know, it, it just it just is. Yeah, does he have some exposure on documents? Yes, but there's also the investigation of Biden document mishandling due out, you know, like any time now. I think and, that I think the, the, that insurrection thing was a, was a really bad thing. 
I mean, I don't think I don't know, the whole world should go to jail for it, but Kevin, you and I would never have gone in there and done that. Yeah, but 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 is is Trump responsible for it? He, absol- he absolutely is somewhat culpable. Now, whether he should go to jail for it, I don't know about that. But um, but the fact is, he you know he's the one. Whatever he 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 lost by way more than he beat Hillary. And he, you okay. know. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're but, not. But what did he do to cause the to cause the at, uh, attack on the Capitol? There's all kinds of stuff that, that, that you. His attitude, the fact that he was there, this election's ours. They're they're certifying it right now. We got to stop him from doing. It. The, the man didn't act normally. Okay. He, you, you, you don't, that, it, that's not the way. But, but at what point does speech become criminal behavior? Um. Okay. That's really the issue here, isn't well, it? We're su- we're, no, we're supposed to have somebody in that spot that knows the difference. He doesn't. You I'm would never have done that. If, if you can't count on a president to not say stuff just because he's going to go to jail for it, it's not the guy you want there. Whether he should go to jail for it or not, I, again, I don't know, Kevin. I'm not, a, I'm not a lawyer. But was it inappropriate, his whole actions after the election? Yes. Without a doubt. Yeah, and, and and I'm perfectly willing to make the distinction, though, between inappropriate and criminal. But the fact is, if, if you if you what did uh we got to go to Russell here in a second, but uh, what was what was the line in, uh, in history? Um, will nobody will nobody rid rid me of this of this meddlesome priest? Then when he got when they, they killed him, I, I can't believe he did that. Was he was he culpable? Probably not legally, but really really. To Thomas Beckett? But when he said, when you go up to the Capitol to peacefully and patriotically protest, what did he incite? Uh, those are his words. Those are his words when he gave the speech at the uh, in Washington that day. I think he had his fingers crossed behind his back, but that's not, that's just me. Okay, if he had his fingers crossed behind his back, then does somebody have a picture of his fingers crossed behind his back so that we can prosecute you, him? You and I would never have said to go up to the Capitol and do anything. Neither one of us would have. Okay. Well, you know, I, I don't know what I would have said or what I wouldn't have said, and that's not really relevant at this point. The point is, do you have, you know, legitimate criminal behavior or... But there's two 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 levels of chessboard here. Have, do, you, do you have legitimate... Do you have a guy spouting off who shouldn't have been? Okay, and I'm saying people in that position don't do that normally. Yeah, okay. he has he has people behind him. No matter the worse he gets, the more they like him, and that, that I find is a problem to me. Well, see, but the, the thing is, we we didn't pro, uh, we didn't prosecute anybody who did very similar, and including a lot of protests and riots after Trump won, and we didn't prosecute anybody. And there were many politicians who did the same. That we didn't prosecute, we didn't even make a big deal out of all the people who tried to encourage electors to vote against their, uh, um, you know, against what their state the, the, uh, the, election results were. We didn't do any of that, and now we're doing it. So, you know, if when what precedents do we want to set here, and then what consistency will we have? In the conversation with the person in Georgia, go out there and find me those votes and stuff. I, you know, I just. The whole thing just smells so bad to me, Kevin. I don't know if it, it... I'm not saying the dude should be in jail. I never did. But it's inappropriate. It's not It's not what you want in a yeah, leader. We're, we're arguing two different things. Because you brought up him being in court. 
Well, he just and got an eighty-three so million dollars settlement. About whether he should be in court for that or not. Um, the, well, it, it, Tom, it's it's. I didn't bring up court. You did. I'm saying it, there is a possibility the man could get convicted of something. Right? Yeah. Whether he should, whether somebody else did it worse someday somewhere. You know what, Kevin? I just got a, a, sp- a ticket from a red light camera, and I don't think I was one mile an hour through the damn thing. I should walk my ass in there and say, I know a guy who went through three miles an hour and didn't get caught. I get nowhere with that. Not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you're going to set the precedent, then we have to enforce it forevermore. Um, and we don't enforce anything. We go after people we want to go after. Anyway, we got to okay. go. So we, now we're enforcing. I you mean, you no, he. It's a very circular argument. It's very, very difficult. It, it, well, okay. You, you keep saying somebody else is worse. I'm saying the whole idea of in Georgia. Well, that's not th- what I keep th- saying. There's what a guy I'm going to. The is that we haven't prosecuted it in the past. Now we're prosecuting it. Are we going to continue to prosecute it as a crime? Uh, I'm a, prosecute pe- what I gotta, people we gotta, say let about me say, election results. All right. How many, how many people that you've ever heard about in politics, everybody around him goes to jail? The guy in, 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 in Georgia that, that did what he told him to do is going to jail. His attorneys are going to jail, paying for paying off prostitutes. How much of it, yeah, how many fat people can dance on the head of a pin? It's not my fault. I, can't, I didn't ever tell him to do that. I mean, come on. Okay. But anyway. by the same token, we, we did. I'm sure Hillary did something worse. She's never, when she said she won the election, hell, we let him, we let him run a scam. We let him run a, uh, the Russia collusion scam. Uh, on them and tied up the administration, and this was all about uh, the election. What I'm getting at, Tom, isn't it, it isn't a who's worse. It isn't any of that. Yeah, it is. What is what is prosecutable? What are, what are the things that we will prosecute? And good, if you're going to prosecute them, let's continue to do it. But a whole lot of this is you're prosecuting political speech, whether you like it or not. That's what you're prosecuting. That's a really really bad precedent in my world. Um, we better go to we better get to Russell because a lot of this stuff is real bad, Kevin. You can't get me to argue that against you. But the, anyway, S&P futures now up eleven. Nasdaq futures up eleven. Be right back, Russell Rhodes. This self-directed trading is a lonely job. Online trading is not as easy as point and click. No, it's not. Everyone, even professionals, need to share ideas and think out loud every now and then. That's what I like about PTI Pro Direct. Their staff of former option floor traders really helps me choose the right strategy for trading option volatility and plan the time to gain for my covered writing program. Yep, nothing can replace years of trading experience to stop you from making that dumb trade and for saving a few bucks. We've all been there and done that. <laughs> yeah, I have access to all that great trading advice and experience for just a penny a share for stocks, $1 for equity options, and $1 minimum a trade. Our clients at PTI ProDirect can call when they need a little help on a trade or just to talk about the market in general. We trade every day. We love this stuff. That's what I like most about PTI ProDirect. Cheap prices along with great advice from real floor traders. It's the best of both worlds. Tell your friends. That's PTIProDirect.com. PTIProDirect.com. Are you one of the millions of people who suffer with pain? Do you wake up in the morning with stiffness in the lower back or neck? Why are you using medication to cover up the symptoms without treating the actual cause? Painkillers, muscle relaxants, and anti-inflammatories are not the answer. At Cairo Med, physicians are trained to detect the cause of your symptoms and to correct the underlying problem. 
If you're ready to listen to common sense and do what it takes to make changes in your body that can affect your health for the rest of your life, give ChiroMed a call and set up a complimentary consultation. They are located in Orland Park and can be reached at 708-403-2727. 20,000 patients over 22 years have been treated at ChiroMed and over 90% of them have had positive results without medication or expensive surgery. Isn't it time you did something good for your body too? Give ChiroMed a call, 708-403-2727. That's 708-403-2727. Let's get you pain-free and living again. Hi, I'm Audrey Johnson, an owner of HomeSource Realty and a frequent contributor to Stocks and Jocks. If you're nervous about the stock market and considering diversification or are looking for a rate of return way better than your banks, consider adding rental properties to your portfolio. Whether it's a condo, single family, or multi-unit building, I can help you select a property that meets your financial needs. Call or text me at 708-349-3456. That's 708-349-3456. Or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com. That's myhomesourcerealty.com. Stocks and jocks. Stocks and jocks. Stocks and jocks. You are out of control. Here, right now. Right here. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. There's something happening here. What it- well, more Stocks and Jacks. I'm Tom Howard on the board. SP Futures. Up 11? Uh, well, no, no, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. SP Futures up 9, NASDAQ Futures up 52. We keep creeping up, creeping up, because we get this odd feeling that we're not going to be able to go down between now and the election. Uh, do we have Russell? I'm here. I'm just, uh, these, I, can't, I really can't I've, handle these political arguments, Russell, because I see so many things that need fixing, and yet these these arguments inevitably dissolve into which one of the people is least worst, and it, that's not kind of what I'm looking for. No, it's not, and that's kind of, I, I, you know, how, how far back can we go election-wise to, to uh, not having to choose between the least worst choices? I, uh, I actually <laughs> voted for, I actually voted for, uh, with some positive... You say, you, you say vote for... Um, what I'm saying, there's only two people I ever I, voted well, for. Well, no, I feel like sometimes it's more of, well, I just voted against that person. Uh, every time. We're coming more and more of, I voted against that I, person. I actually, I voted, I, voted voted for. Jerry, yeah. I voted for Jerry Ford. I thought he was honest. I thought he was straight. And I thought he deserved another term. Um, now he got like, pardoned Nixon and stuff. He kind of screwed himself up. But I thought the guy yeah. was legit. I didn't think he, had, he owed a lot of people to be there. Anyway, but I was young. I actually, uh, and the, you know what? And the fact that he let that I shouldn't say let Mexico go, but did what he did that that going to hurt him personally, but was was honest to God for the best of the country. I would agree. No matter how angry people were at the time that, that he did that, it's you know, and and I almost feel like it's not going to happen, but and and it probably shouldn't happen with the two guys that we got running around right now, um, but. You know, it, it it would be really nice if we could just push those two guys aside and move forward in life. I would agree. I I, I, and, I just am so concerned, Russell. Maybe it's just because maybe it's got to do the show and read all the stuff and, and and have a lot mm-hmm. of people input to me. But I think there's a chance that that the crisis in the next three or four or five years could be 
on a, on a scale of World War II or before that. Oh yeah, and I don't. We're, I, we're, and I we're think going we need somebody. And I don't. I think we need somebody there that is is somewhat capable. I'm not saying anybody can go ahead and do it. Uh, is a uh, you know. And mean, the, well, and the other the other one of the big issues that I think a lot of people don't don't think about when you take a look at Biden or Trump is the choices. It's the people that that come along with them that end up being in charge. And there are not a whole lot of mainstream Democrats that are in, you know, Biden's White House. No. It's a bunch of it, it's a yeah. bunch of guys like like Mayor Pete. And yeah. and and when you've got it, you know, it, it, it it's it's like you've got the grandparent that is basically just an adult figurehead watching your kids for a weekend. And the kids are going absolutely wild. Well, I think that's that. I think that's part of what goes on within the Biden White House. And on the other side of it is nobody. You know, where I, I I applied for a job with the Trump White House when he got elected the first time. Um, I, I I I felt like we there was a chance to revamp the financial markets. You know, the 2008 stuff was still in the background. And I, I, you know, I, I felt like if, if I were in a place like that, maybe I, I could help with something like that, you know, and, and I never even got a call back and that's fine. If he gets elected next time around, no way. And it has nothing to do with my station in life or anything else. No way in hell I would, it, it, they would have no. to beg, plead and borrow to get me to go work there. But I, I don't, am I, yeah. And, and I think, I think it's never been a really good choice for our best and brightest. And it's become, you know, lower and lower and lower, as far as what our best and brightest actually want to do. But why, why, why does the population put up with the stuff being dumbed down to this point? I mean, well, I, we're we've been dumbed down too. Uh, maybe, maybe that's it. I, and, and 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 when I say we, I include myself. Yeah, I'm uh, the, this this little, you know, this little tri or rectangle thing, rectangle thing that I carry around all day. It dumbs me down tremendously. Yeah. Well. And and I and I you know I I spend more time on it than I should. You don't think the generation two behind us spend a lot more time on it, and they're getting all of their information in snippets. Well, if you if you if you do it correctly, it's a positive thing because you don't kind of carry your ass down to the library every time you want to see something. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's a plus. Oh yeah. No. You know, and 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 it's kind of cool because I you know if you're watching watching Jeopardy and some answer you don't know what some you know some answer is you end up going down a Wikipedia rabbit hole that's great yeah or looking something up or double checking something or whatever it, it's it's great that you can do that the the problem is um, the I'm sitting here for 15 seconds uh, there's a commercial on TV and I've got no attention span whatsoever so now I'm looking at you know reading tweets on my phone and looking yeah. at short videos etc um no we're, de- we're definitely getting dumber well i mean because uh, I, I think the the ability to even process one of these problems these issues i mean one thing i, I always uh one thing about if, if there is a a theme to the show russell which nobody can figure out probably there is one uh it's everything is the same subject really and it that came to me sort of in grad school um, uh-huh. where it, I was at University of Chicago and I was taking kind of advanced well, I, <laughs> I went somewhere down the road to advanced accounting I said enough of this, I'm not going to be an accountant but I, you know, I was pretty far through 
and I took some pretty advanced marketing and some advanced finance and I think the day that I said you know what if you get far enough advanced in any one of these subjects it's all the same subject right you can't you can't do mm-hmm. financing if you don't have any product you don't have any product if you can't figure out a way to tell people about your product you know by the way if there's no money there there's nothing to account for <laughs> so i mean it, it it all gets you to the same place doesn't it i mean you you yeah. can't you can't yeah. sell stuff okay if you can't provide the product or the service and you can't provide the product unless you have the factory you can't provide the factory unless you have the financing which leads you to treasury and and how you get the money, it all, it all leads you down the same road to the same exit, doesn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, the, the idea that, you know, I mean, and, and, you know, and I'm sure that Kevin is 100% right that if you actually parsed everything Trump said, probably it's very hard to prosecute on any kind of lawful grounds. But, hey, when, but when you have he, people around you dropping into mm-hmm. jail by the week, it seems... Obviously, some directions coming from somewhere. I mean, oh yeah. You know, oh, so I mean, absolutely. I don't know. How, I don't know how you prosecute but, that, but still, I, I, I just, I, I'm not, I don't want, I don't want the guy in jail. I don't want him shot. I don't want him anything. I just don't want him president. I mean, I, anyway, you as the second and guy, I, 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 and, and I, and I agree with, and I agree with a lot of things that Trump would like to do. Oh sure, so do I. I, I, I it, that, but gee whiz, dude, you know, it's the message plus the messenger. <laughs> And it's and it's too late for him to change. You know, it, he's not going to change. It's getting worse. To, yeah, it, it. There's no way that that he could do a U-turn and become a kinder, kinder, gentler Trump. But uh, but your your which, population. Uh, which I don't even know if we'd be able to tell if he became a little kinder and gentler. <laughs> but your 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 population, Russell. How many people anywhere will say, "I want the death penalty back"? Maybe even I would say that in some cases. Um, maybe the death penalty. But now, if you ask me. Are you going to pull the plug on the hangman? Uh, no, that's somebody else's job. No, no, no. If you're going to be the guy to do it, you know, so if yeah, you're not, you... if, if you're not willing to, you know, to, to yank the lever, uh, maybe you shouldn't be so strident about. It, you should start killing people. I mean, it's. I mean, everybody, everybody wants to to go whole hog against tariffs and let's screw these Chinese people. We have so many people here that are so financially in bed with them, and so many jobs are dependent on it. And oh, by the way, you're probably not going to get your prescription drug. We, we're so entwined that for us to to deal with these people in a, in a way where they don't try and take over the world, don't become our enemies, and yet we still can sort of trade with them. This is a problem of immense proportions, and it's way mm-hmm. over. It's way over this guy's. Ah, we're going to screw them and get them with tariffs, and we'll make them pay. It, it's it's way beyond that. Now, I just I just hope that our people are recognized. That it is way beyond that. If you look, if you read about the stuff that Roosevelt had to do during the war, it's way beyond. Let's just get this guy with the mustache and screw him. It's way beyond that. The mm-hmm. the, the 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 complexity of, of anything. Right, and we don't have. I mean, and and yeah, the 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 composition of of. of the Secretary of Defense, you know, went to the hospital and. Didn't let anybody know what was going on with them right when we've got you know, a, a bunch of proxy wars going on around the world. Well, but then again, and, nobody really and, knows. And, did, he, did he shut off his cell phone? Was he talking to people? Did he, did he, did he, did he refuse to call from a general? I don't know. 
I doubt it. You know, just, I the, just the fact that it seemed to be a surprise to you know some people that, that he was where he was. That there 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 are very formal you know, in government. There are rules, and those rules are there for a reason. And like the, my understanding is the order of com, you know the, the order of command is Biden through the Secretary of Defense to the military. Eh, well, what about that? That was that I you know read a couple of articles yeah, I, I about would, it that that, that, you, that he needs to be in place in case there's a crisis, and if they can't find the freaking guy, um, or he's completely you know out of commission, I know we can still execute you know anything that we need to pretty much immediately without him. But but that's not that's not really the point. The point is he's that, that job is there for a reason. It is a critical I, job for the defense of this country. You, you're not going to get me to you're not going to get me to argue with you at all but about I feel that. like I feel like that's indicative of you know how things are how things are being run in the current White House. I don't disagree. Um, I talk, I talk to people about you know I I I I try to to I, I try not to boast too much. I teach at one of the best business schools in the in the country. Yes, you do. Kelly, Kelly Indiana, Indiana. And I've also taught at some other business schools. And I and I've talked to professors that have taught at other business schools. The reason Kelly is so damn good is the way they run it in the background and the stuff you don't see. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. You know, I, I have people coming into my office. In fact, in fact, by the way, I have a hard stop at 8 because I have to meet with a couple of professors about coordinating our materials to, for students that are I taking I love it when, pro- when professors are coordinated. I want you guys coordinated. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 the point is, I've never I never did that at any of the other schools I was at, and the the place is run so well in the background that that it puts out a really great product. I, uh, like I I don't feel like the White House is being run well in the background. You know, in in reality, it, I feel like the president is almost a figurehead, and his cabinet are the ones that that should be out there implementing policies. I, I will say, and I and I think the policies that are being you know maybe being implemented, uh, Biden has no clue what it. I would I would say from what on. what I read, and again, I'm going to criticize mm-hmm. what I'm going to say, just like I am what other people are going to say. When I first started the show, we had a couple guys that were serious right wingers, and mm-hmm. and they would constantly send out you know, whatever the first right-wing post of the morning was, and I'm sure the left-winger was doing the same thing. By the time it was 9 o'clock after the show, I would get the pretty much the exact same piece of paper from 15 different people. And it was like it was gospel. No, you could say the gospels maybe aren't so... But it was yeah, absolutely... I understand. It had been repeated so many it times. It had been repeated so many times that if you asked anybody on the right, it was absolute fact. Okay? And... Yeah. And I'm going to say and that, 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 that the, the chances, and it could have happened. This guy could be, who knows, he may, may has, maybe he has no business in this defense job. It wouldn't surprise me, to be honest with you. But the yeah. idea that, that I would go into the hospital in that position, even if I'm having whatever prostate issues, which I probably want to tell people about, uh, I can't believe that, that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs tries to call me three times I don't answer and he goes hey where the hell is this guy but the the idea that I could be I could be incognito for 48 hours is absolutely impossible where somebody has and, said, and I, I'll give you an opposite example of it you know I, I I was in that I was in an accident about a year ago um and it happened you know it, it happened after class about 10 o'clock one night 
by nine o'clock the next morning, I had three finance professors that had heard about it from the administration. Yeah. And asked if they needed to step in and help me with my classes. Uh, I'm saying I don't know. I got I got I got beaten up at, at downtown in Chicago, and when I was working at a different university, and not a, I didn't hear a peep from anybody. The only one who cared were the people on the show. Yeah, yeah. You guys love me, and I love you too. But what I'm saying is, no, nobody really. But the, the point is, I, I feel like I feel like not being run well in the background. Well, so clearly, and, and clearly they're they're the problems in, in the problems in the world because the leader of the world and face it, we're the leader of the world. We're the most powerful country in the world. And if you know, if 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 the boss is falling asleep at the switch, like we are, yep, the rest of the world just starts to misbehave and see how much they can get away with. And I, I you know, it's not directly Joe Biden's fault that things are starting to blow up in the world. But I do think it's you know a, a, a function of dysfunction in the current administration. I think a lot of the way that we're set up, one of the things that we probably, if we had to organize the place again, of course, you know, somebody says, well, if you're in your operating room or whatever, I get it. But I'm saying somebody's trying to call him. The, the Joint Chiefs of Staff don't just go ahead with something if they need an approval mm-hmm. when a guy doesn't answer his phone. They're going to say, well, where the hell is he? I would yeah. think. I mean, I, 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 I kind of well, yeah. Their mili- military yeah. guys are very much into the chain of command. Well, and I, I, had, I, I, had, <laughs> and I had a conversation the other night, and I wish you were there. It had to do with Iran. All right, and and uh, and, you know, we're we'll sitting there having a couple of cocktails, which means they probably aren't as smart as they normally are. And the idea is, you know, this, this Biden, uh, he obviously should take out their oil capability. They're doing all this, this, and this. I said, I hear more than you guys about how no good nicks. That comes from racking bullock, right? No goodniks. How many? How much no goodniks these guys are? I probably know twenty percent of the real story, and you know ten. Neither one of us knows near enough to actually start bombing people. Now, if I'm in the White House, which you know, I'm going to have fifteen guys as smart as you in there, saying, "Take me through this. How does this money get from here to here?" It's not as simple. Is is showing up with a tanker, unloading the oil, and putting on a gazillion re- weapons from North Korea, and we'll call it all even. There's there's way more to this international arms trade than meets the eye. Who are these people? How is this cash moving? Are any of the people from here? Are, are is the is the cash flowing through a U.S. bank secretly? We just indicted Lou sent us the thought the other day. We just indicted a bunch of people now for supposedly um, moving some of this money. Of course, they're all foreigners. Now. There's no American involved. I'm saying before I go bombing people, I can't be 20% knowledgeable. I can't be like Trump X. And I hope he isn't this way really because he did pull back on the one time he was going to bomb people. So the man probably does have a heart. Uh, but I, I can't do that unless you guys tell me, yes, these guys sent this tanker over here. We had it spotted the whole way. North Korea grabbed it. They took the oil out. Here's a picture of them unloading the oil. And by the way, here's a bunch of... Uh, pallets of guns going back on the same tanker and it's going back down. I mean, I need to have some pretty serious proof that they're involved in all this and other people aren't. You know, maybe maybe it's the Chinese. Now, as I asked Mike Murphy last week, what if what if at the end of my big blackboard jungle it turns out the Chinese are doing half the stuff we think the Iranians are doing? Do we bomb China? 
And he goes, no, we probably aren't going to do that. I said, I, I just have to know, Russell, is all I'm saying. And, 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 and half-assed comments and, oh, it's always, it's always the irony. How, how does a country that, that has no ability to write anybody a check, we, we, we got how many satellites do we have over the top of these guys? They can't walk out and take a dump without us knowing about it. How, how do they all of a sudden get money to the hooties and we can't figure out how? I mean, it, it, it's beyond my comprehension. I don't know. I, 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 and, and there's there's an economics of crime conference next fall that I think I'm going to try to go to so I can answer that question for you. I mean, isn't it all the same subject? <laughs> I mean, don't we? Yeah. How's the money moving? You can't tell me stuff is moving without money moving. Or if it's if yeah. it's full barter, I don't know. Could could you organize a full barter? How much oil is worth? Well, 15, you there know, um there there's I I forgot I don't want to I there are two banks in London that yesterday got named as um, allowing uh, Iran to run a shell company. Shell co- that must be the same article that Lou sent me. Yeah, it was it was, and I just I can't I don't want to I don't want to misspeak on the on the bank names. Right, because they... that's why I'm saying, but, 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 yeah, and and I wasn't overly surprised to see that, but and and, and that's always in my mind because you've brought that up a couple of times. That exactly how are they, you know, how are they functioning? And well, I'll tell you how they're functioning. They, you know, they 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 got a whole ton of oil, and they're probably, you know, and let's say the price of oil today is seventy five bucks a gallon. They are probably more than happy to on the down low sell a bunch for fifty to sixty. To maybe their friends over in, and I say friends. I know that they're they're not really friends, but um, definitely to China, definitely to North Korea. Uh, India is not very you know very particular with respect right. to who they do business with. Yeah, they're, they're a total half-ass ally. As they should, as they should be, they are most interested in themselves. Right. I, I I don't really have much of a problem with that as long as they don't aid and abet people that are truly going to hurt us. But I, I think I think India's had it right, where they've just kind of played both sides and been very independent. They also have the the, the good fortune of, of being a very de- physically defensible place. Well, we got a dash yeah. to break here. Uh, SP futures are up 13. Nasdaq is up 68. Market keeps moving. We're going to talk to Russell about that. Dow futures up 44. Yeah. Are we going to make it to the election up every day? Do you think? Not every day, but most uh, of the but day. It, it really looks like they're setting the table for for Biden to get reelected. Uh, we'll be right back, Stacks and Jacks. How much confidence do you have that your investments will make you wealthy? Do you truly know the odds? Welcome to Luckbox, the control freak's guide to life, money, and probability. Luckbox shows you how to factor in the likelihood of success before you commit to an investment or any other life decision. Your brain is smarter than your gut, and that's why you owe it to yourself to read Luckbox. We've made it easy because Luckbox is free for one year at luckboxmagazine.com jocks. Each new issue dives deep into the current investing climate, separates the signal from the noise with timely, actionable trading ideas and equips you with savvy investing tactics you don't already know all while exploring how to live your best life through music spirits food sports travel fitness and a whole lot more luckbox is the essential magazine for proactive investors who are hell-bent on controlling their financial futures it's for overachievers and alpha types who don't buy into wall street's investment gurus it's for mavericks who believe in life luxury and the pursuit of happiness it's for you smart investors don't bet on possibilities they play the probabilities luckbox is 7.99 on newsstands, but you can subscribe for 10 free digital issues at luckboxmagazine.com slash jocks. Don't rely on luck. Get luckbox at luckboxmagazine.com slash jocks. Hello, this is Tom Howe, the Chief. 
We've talked a lot on the show about risk and suitability, about how your portfolio should match your age, income, and risk appetite. It's been hard for investors to maintain that suitability in the last several years due to a Fed strategy that has driven interest rates to virtually zero. You may have even heard that the Fed was trying to drive conservative investors to a riskier portfolio on purpose, for whatever reason. I'm sure you're aware of investors that took some increased risk, such as longer-term fixed-income securities, and are now unhappy with that choice. At PTI, we've always stressed total portfolio risk awareness and tried to minimize chasing returns in a tough environment. Well, now it looks like maybe interest rates are moving more towards historical levels. Everyone needs to be aware of what that continued movement might do to your portfolio, both good and bad. We also have a stock market that seems to have stalled, at least for the short term. I think it's time for everyone to take a serious look at their goals, their risks, and their portfolios. Do they match? If not, we can help. We have a signature protected index program. We have ways to hedge against interest risk. We can make that portfolio right for you again. Go to PTISecurities.com or call us right now. The market can change very rapidly. That's PTISecurities.com. Hi, I'm Audrey Johnson, an owner of Home Source Realty and a frequent contributor to Stocks and Jocks. If you're nervous about the stock market and considering diversification, or are looking for a rate of return way better than your banks, consider adding rental properties to your portfolio. Whether it's a condo, single family, or multi-unit building, I can help you select a property that meets your financial needs. Call or text me at 708-349-3456. That's 708-349-3456. Or visit my website at myhomesourcerealty.com. That's myhomesourcerealty.com. Stocks, jocks, stocks and jocks. Stocks and jocks. You are out of control. Right here, right now, right here, right now, right now. Hello, and welcome back to Stocks and Jocks. I'm Tom Howell, Andrew on the board. SP Futures up 12, NASDAQ Futures up 65, Dow Futures up 42. Over in Europe, we've got. These guys are down, but they're up from where they were last time we did this. Uh, DAX was down 40-something. Now it's only down 21.1%. FTSE was down like 50. Now it's down only 26.3%. Kakaran was down enough to talk about, but now it's only down 3, so call that flat. Bernasia, again, these guys are moving all over the place with China trying to prop up their, their market. In the last couple of days, it has worked. We'll see if it plays out that way. Nikkei down 40 bucks, 0.1%, 36,119. Hang Seng down 54 over 16,000, however, they were up uh, like 4% yesterday with the, all this stimulus coming in, and who knows what are the rules they got over there. Shanghai up 40, that's 1.5%. So they're up probably 4% in the last couple days. Uh, 28, 29 is their whole number. Uh, still not back to 3,000, which I thought they would never go down, but they were under 27 pretty heavily a couple days ago. Uh, bonds, two basis points, 4.11. Bund unchanged, 2.31. Japan unchanged, 0.72. Uh, oil up 62 cents, 73.93. Brent up 61 cents, 79.20. Natural gas up a penny, 202. Arbob up two cents, 224. Gold uh, down a buck 90 now, only 2,049.50. So right in the right in the middle of the two, 2,021. I was reading the other day that somebody, uh, Morgan Stanley or somebody, talking 2,200 gold by the end of the year. Well, from his lips to God's ear. Silver down 16 cents. That's a question I want to lob at Russell when we come back. Is Silver not being able to go up here is that is that a harbinger of a recession? Who knows? Uh, but he he'll have a, he'll have a an opinion on that I'm sure. Bitcoin down real quiet down 57 bucks 43,064. What do you got for us, Travis Weather Sports? The Bulls. That's right. It is uh, 7:38 here in Chicago. Uh, let's see. It is uh, Wednesday, February 7th. Uh, starting off with yeah, just a little bit of sports. The Bulls won 
Let's see. Bulls won over the Timberwolves in an overtime, overtime game. Big time game. <laughs> it's uh, 129 over 123. But the Suns also won over the Bucks, 114 to 106. Over to Chicago weather, they are currently at 33 degrees. They have mostly cloudy skies. They're gonna have a high of 40. We're gonna have a high of 49 today, uh, with a little bit of fog moving in and out. Over in Phoenix, they're currently at 49 degrees. They have mostly cloudy skies. They're gonna have a high of 60 degrees and a little bit of clouds, maybe a little bit of cooling rain throughout the day. Now, finally, for Chicago traffic, uh, we do have some looks like some kind of major delays on nearly every inbound expressway. Uh, looking at accidents, we have one on the inbound. Let's see, inbound Stevenson right near Pulaski Avenue, uh, excuse me, Pulaski Road. Uh, and we also have an accident in the inbound Eisenhower uh, right near, let's see, right near Sacramento Boulevard. Uh, but other than that, it seems to be about business as usual. So expect a little bit of delays on the way in, not too bad on the way out unless you're on that Eisenhower. But that is all I got. Back to you, Chief. Russell, what, uh, what is the deal with China? Are, are they going to manage to prop that thing up enough to where... Nobody else has a crisis. Uh, I don't know. I, John, John Flanagan's been talking about this Evergrande. They, they're just going to liquidate that thing, right? Do we have Russell? Did we lose Russell? Looks like he's got himself muted here. Uh, un unmute thyself, Russell. Um, he, he will in a sec. Uh, yeah, the. I mean, uh, there's a there's a freaking button. I couldn't find the button. Oh, okay. See? That's I. I should I should use my iPhone more. I'm more adept at using it. Well, you're a one percent iPhone kind of guy, you know. What? You're a one percent iPhone kind of guy. Yeah, I am. Uh, so now China, there. I mean, in, in the background, they're trying to do everything that they possibly can to um, boost the stock market. They'll they'll buy a bunch of stocks. Uh, they'll they'll make a new rule tomorrow about about banning short selling for a while. Uh, they've been going around strong arming brokerage firms. Uh, I, I think a boiler room where they say, "I don't want to see any sell orders." Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. they've, they've been doing they've been doing that as well. Uh, the, the one thing that they're not doing is anything to to really help their economy that would make people want to buy stocks for the long term. Well, other <laughs> they're than just, they're really they're really looking at it as a very short term type thing. Uh, they they fired their the, the head of their their version of the SEC yesterday. And replaced him with a guy that, um, basically, a guy that was that position fifteen years ago and shut a bunch of. I mean, went around and really cracked down on a bunch of firms. I think that that's actually more would be considered more of a negative than a positive. If you got a guy that's going to uh, get in there and be very stringent about the rules. Russell, uh, it's all very obvious to everybody, or should be. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's in, uh, you know, wherever the hell they happen to live, that if we passed a law that said nobody could ever sell unless you, you know, you know, got permission from your congressman, you could only buy. We all keep our hands in the boat. We would, and there was no short selling, and no no knaves could make money on the dime, downside. We would all be wealthy beyond the dreams of avarice in ten years. Everybody knows that would be true, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the government can totally engineer um, the stock market going much much higher. Uh, well, they have uh, in the last how many years? Yeah. Well, what hours or hours? Hours. Uh, I was gonna say it goes China's down a whole ton. Uh, yeah, but the way that they're doing it is is um, you know behind the scenes and not trying to jawbone the thing up. Right. They're 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 flooding us with money, et cetera. And we got money. Where are we gonna put it? Well, let's put it in the stocks. Uh, maybe 
that's what China should be trying to do. But it's very possible that they don't have, you know, that they don't have the financial ability to prop up the stock market like we do. Well, they'll end they up. They don't have. They don't have the global reserve currency. Well, they'll end up rolling down the same road, as they, and that's one thing we should probably mention that to uh, listeners that if, when people say, "Why don't I'll just go uh, invest in Europe?" What about theirs? And once in a while, you'll see, um, you know, I'll, I won't say they're buffoons; they're not because they're really, you know, I'm sure, very bright people. But if somebody will come on TV or someplace and say, "This year is the year you want to invest in Europe." And you go, and you and I are going to go. Wait a minute. Now, why would you and I say wait a minute? Because you're now talking about a two-step transaction and not a one-step. I mean, right now, if if I want to buy, or one of my clients, or one of PTI's clients calls up and says, "Buy me 200 shares of whatever GGG or whatever the hell it is," and and you buy it, okay. And if it goes up, it goes up relative to your dollar, okay or the other way around. It's just a one-stepper. If it goes from 5 bucks to 8 bucks and you sell it, you made 3 bucks in, in U.S. dollars, correct? I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, most people will think of it as simple, but it's simple. Uh, well, to make 3 bucks is not simple, but the dollar part is. But if, if I, all of a sudden I recommend buy GGG in Europe, and now you have to convert your dollars to euros, or if it's, or if it's London, to pounds. You convert the dollars to pounds, and if GGG runs up 15%, you, you're fat and happy, except for the fact maybe the dollar just went down 15% versus the pound, so when you convert back, you haven't made a dime, right? So yeah. if, you're not, if you're not the reserve currency, if China just pours money into their place, you're going to see their, their market go up in terms of their yeah, currency. Yeah, in terms of one, but, but not but, in terms but of... Uh, if, you, if you converted dollars into one, you probably didn't make any money. Or, or not as much, so it's a different deal, right? No, it, yeah, you. Uh, and and there are some years at the end of the year, if you look at the you know the dollar adjusted performance of stock markets around the world, it's dramatic. I mean, it's a big difference. I mean, you know, we're not talking about a few percentage points. So that well, look at you that. Know, they and and I, I you know, I got to scribble this down somewhere. Uh, there has been, you know, the the Chinese yuan has been depreciating against the U.S. dollar. So I wonder, you know, I I know their stock market is about, at about a five year low right now. And, oh yeah, without a doubt, break, breaks to the next level. It's about eight year low. I wonder how much in dollar adjusted terms, how much lower it is in dollar adjusted terms. Well, what is I mean, like I, if you like if you had convert, you know, if you'd bought Chinese stocks and, and directly in their market. And um, now, and you haven't been able to sell them or repatriate your money because they don't let you do that. Uh, I wonder how much money you know, you, how much money you've lost, and how, how little you have that's still stuck over there. Well, what is where? Where exactly? I mean, I I, I keep asking that question here, um, and you know, and it, it's actually hit it, when it's hit it, it. It hit really. It hits really close to home, uh, Russell, in the sense of. I don't know, we always use the word tra- transparency. I don't know what even that word means, but uh, it used to be somewhat easy. It used to be. If all of a sudden, you know, 511 West something something street uh, foreclosed and the, the, the mortgage was 150 grand, well, these people buy it at 100 or 200 million. A year later, they bail, okay? Their mortgage is 150. Well, the math is simple. Mm-hmm. The guys who bought the place, guys and women, or whoever the hell it was, they're out 50, and they go, screw it, we're dumping the rest on 
somebody, the people who finance the place. And all of yeah. a sudden, you'll hear the thing, well, it went at auction at 110 or something like that. So now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. whoever financed it is down another 40, and the people, the new people are in at 110, whoever the new people are. Okay, so we never had, it used to be they'd say, well, the mortgage was held by Continental Bank, you know, First National Bank, you name it. And now we know Continental just took a $40 million hit unless they were able to do something with it. I don't know what they could do with it, but something. And but now you see these numbers on our real estate, and you see Evergrande, all of a sudden a lot of people own the stock. A lot of people had uh, money into these guys, and now they're just basically bleep out of luck. Never really see the list of, okay, who who are these guys, as they said in the in the movie, uh, what was it, with Robert Redford and whatever. Uh you know, who are these guys? I mean, I, it was it, it was it, it was a variety of pension funds mostly that that in the U.S. that got hurt, but and it was owning Evergrande bonds, not necessarily over, owning Evergrande stock uh, that got hurt. And there were uh, it, the, the the bonds went to pennies. I mean, went you know from a hundred to one in a very very short period of time. So there was there was nothing that you could do if you owned them other than just basically eat it. And then sit around and hope that at some point you got, you know, a distressed security company came along and bought it off, bought it from you so you could take it off your books, uh, and you wrote off the loss. Uh, the thing is, the pension funds, you know, they may have had one or two percent of the fund in the Evergrande bond, so they could kind of quietly sweep it under the carpet and, you know, have a bad, you know, have a slightly, you know, slightly worse year than some of their competitors because. They held that one bad security, but um, there there were a handful of, of of municipal funds and pension funds in the U.S. that got hit on that when it initially happened, and when it initially came out, that was the biggest portion of the losses that people saw. After that, the bond price just—I can't think of a better word—just kind of dicked around very close to zero until you know they finally they, till, till they just formally put the shut the thing down. And if you saw what the judge in Hong Kong who made the ruling that said, you know, enough, it, she basically said, enough is enough. Let's just write this thing off. There's oh, yeah, no value yeah. there. Well, they started hacking around between. Like, like, let's yeah. just get this thing over with. And, and um, I, I, I feel like she's probably going to get some blowback from the Communist Party for, for saying it. But it is kind of logical, and it's the right thing to do. What's your, what's your best sell when things are going to crap? It's your first sell. Well, the stock was the stock was down to sixteen cents. What's the point? At that point, and yeah. and the same thing with the bonds. The bond, I mean, the you know the the, the bonds bonds are typically priced on um, you know an estimate of what you get if they go in you know, once they do go into bankruptcy, and their bonds practically went to zero. Uh, if you're talking about a bankruptcy in the U.S., um, typically. You know the the theory is that that maybe twenty to thirty percent you'll you'll get twenty percent on the dollar of the face value of the bonds when everything shakes out. That is not that was not and will not be what happens with people that don't ever grant bonds. They're getting nothing and like it. Well, you like said not liking it, but getting nothing. Well, you said two things that are interesting. You know that well we haven't seen a big splash, so I'm going to say you're one hundred percent correct. You're saying that the pension funds were involved, but it was a small enough number that. They probably don't have to be transparent about it and cover up their horse bleep investment. Well, it it didn't put them. I mean, they 
it was known, and and I might I'll, I'll see if I can dig out the whole. I actually, I actually did see that Cal, Calpers is yeah. one of the biggest investors in China, but I, I just I read that somewhere. I you know who knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, I, you know, there were, there were like, you know, different, it was a interesting variety of holders, you know, like the Pennsylvania firefighters and yeah. the Akron, Ohio, and I'm just making things up right now, so don't, you know. Well, I think Calpers, you know, the, 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 there's a lot of people Akron, in Akron, Ohio, yeah. teachers, you know, things like, it was a lot of, you know, smaller type of places that, that, you know, probably saw a really nice yield on something and, and. Odds are they thought, you know, they believed in the Chinese miracle, even though it's been falling apart for almost a decade now. Well, but you also um, have to, yeah. when you look at yourself, I mean, uh, if, if you and I were one of these people, uh, insurance company, a pension fund, whatever it is, we're, we're allegedly in it for the long term, and you and I have been around long enough to know the last thing you do is put your money in something for 10 years for like 1.7%. Yet, if we're yeah. on the pension board of XYZ or some insurance company and say, hey, you two idiots, you've been telling us not to do this at 1.7% for three years now, and we're getting butkus 0.2% on a 90-day or six-month, and we're getting nothing out of the bank, we got to get something here. And all of a sudden, we they, we say, all right, well, let's, let's out of the $100 million we have to put in U.S. Treasuries, let's at least put, all right, we'll put 10 or 20 into the ten-year and make something instead of nothing. Now here we are, two years later, and the thing we just paid a hundred cents on a dollar for is worth seventy. Okay, so now now we're in a problem with the bank. So there there was a lot of decisions. People were crying for yield three years ago. So so when you put yeah, you know, before you you know you put these guys on the gallows. I mean, people were willing. If I would if I would have come on the air and said. Gee, PTI has got this 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 thing in Africa where these guys are are, are, are got turtle eggs going, and by the way, they're paying ten percent. The phone would have rung off the hook, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we were at that stage. Hey, Russell, real quick, uh, we were mentioning uh, anecdotally the difference between people's money and the stock market. Look at the Turkish lira has gone in five years from essentially nineteen cents to a dollar down to uh, three. So it's go down by it's down by a factor of six, really. Okay, now the Turkish stock market, in terms of their currency, is up from essentially <laughs> eleven hundred to eighty five hundred, almost factor of six plus. So all you did was run your stock market up by degrading the thing it's valued in. Now, if you were to look at the Turkish <laughs> stock market in U.S. dollars, it's probably down or not up at all, right? Oh, I'm certain it would not be up at all based on based on what you just said to me. And I think, you know, a big portion of they had a lot of inflation. Well, so, this, well their money their money that, supply yeah. I'm saying their, their money yeah. supply essentially went up six times in, in four years. Yeah. And so what would you expect other than they, they had a whole lot of inflation? <laughs> yeah, well I mean I you it know went I, along with it. I mean yeah. we when you and I talk about this stuff, it's not like we're pulling it out of our behind. I mean it's right. I mean it's 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 what happens. Yeah, it's what happens. Um, it's, it's just totally what happens. And uh, so you know, to to circle around to what's going on in China right now, uh, I, one of the best lessons that I ever got. I I, I know you went to high school with Ted Kaczynski, right? Uh, actually, no. He w- I, well, let's put it this way. But I used to do uh, I I used to do summer stuff at the Evergreen Park High School where he went. But he was out of there when he was sixteen. 
He was a man. Okay, yeah, yeah, he was. So, so he's a, and people who don't know, that's the Unabomber. Well, right. I know somebody in, in our industry who was a draft dodger, a PhD in math, and periodically would get questioned by the FBI because they thought he was the Unabomber. Wow. Oh, by the and, way. I mean, and, and he was a super, super smart guy. And one of the lessons I learned from him, uh, and, and I, I think he's still around actually, but one of the lessons I learned from him was uh, whenever the government tries to engineer something financial markets and they're doing it blatantly take the other side of it well, and that's 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 keeping me short china i'm looking at the uh, uh turkish money supply in the last five years up is up 700 percent seven times so so they're all a lot, of people getting, a lot of people getting rich all right so the, the money supply <laughs> is up seven times it's down six times compared to the dollar which you would expect and their market's up seven times duh in their currency how, you know, speaking of the Unabomber, how do you suppose the guy? I mean, we, you know, we we talked a lot about Harvard and their leadership and so forth. I mean, this, we're going back like a real long time when the guy was eighteen. So, yeah. how old was he? Seventy five when he croaked. So, but it's a long time ago. Yeah. The guy came out of Evergreen Park is a math genius. Now, Evergreen Park High School, when I used to go there in the summer, very nice community high school. I don't even think they had a super advanced math thing. I mean, Marist didn't where I went. So how you mm-hmm. how does this guy manage to learn before the internet and everything this incredibly advanced math when he was 16 in my neighborhood? How the hell would you even do it? I mean, it well, I assume, I assume he went through all the math classes that they had for him and said, you need to go to college. But I mean, I, they didn't even have calculus. I, I know it sounds kind of... But I'm saying they know, didn't even have, I, they didn't have calculus at Marist when I was there. And that was some... Yeah, and well, if they I, did, I, it was like, one year. But how did... Anyway, he goes... Yeah. The, the whole story is he goes to Harvard as his genius. Which he was, mm-hmm. and uh, and they ended up putting him in some program that some guy, if I knew the name, you'd recognize the name from like the '60s. He had all these genius kids go through an LSD sort of experimental thing. Rachel. Oh yeah, yeah. How how in the hell when he started knocking off people that were like heads of industries? How did Harvard never get sued or anything about this? How how did they how did they get harmless on this whole deal? I same you know same reason a lot of other rich and powerful type of folks and entities are able to get away with stuff. I, I got to believe that if, if I mean, it, you, you got to assume that um, when some things came out, Harvard looked around and said, "Do we have any um, you know do, do you know can anybody come after us, etc." And then talk to a couple of really smart uh, alums that made sure that didn't happen. Well, I mean. I, it's I, who you know. It's not what you know. And I have that's, to believe that, was, that that's if, a case of that right there. I have to believe that if the MBA program at Indiana starts feeding people LSD to try and get them to to get the right stocks for them, and five years later they go out and murder a bunch of people, you guys are going to hear about it. I'm just saying. Um, maybe. Maybe yeah. Maybe maybe I. You never know. You know, Mark Mark Cuban's one of our guys. He could fix anything. Oh God, he's 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 been on the, he, he, you know he was on the show a couple of times. He, he's he's okay. I did not know that. I did not know that. I, if, I, I eventually I'm going to get to meet him at, at an event. And I, I will bring that up. I mean, he he definitely is a guy who was born on third and who already thought he hit a triple. I mean, there's, there's no question about that. But I mean, uh, he he is a I, he's a smart guy. He's yeah. done some really smart stuff. He's got. He, I, I mean, you know, collaring his Yahoo stock was pretty smart. Oh God, yeah, and. Yeah, and um, I actually saw him talking about that recently in a video, right, exp- uh, which I'd never, I'd never heard him talk about it. Right, I'd heard right, it all. Right, explain, explain to me something, Lucy. Uh-huh. If if he had 
restricted stock and he couldn't sell mm-hmm. it for a while how did he sell calls or he must have he did he did an over-the-counter transaction with goldman sachs where they took um they took the shares and they were using the shares to lend out for short sales etc um even though they were restricted shares but and they did an over-the-counter trade with him so i mean to do it um it was an, it was they they i mean it's they they were his um you know there was his okay for those banker, that, for those that have no cl- for those that have yeah. no clue what we're, what we're talking about if if i uh if somebody if <laughs> if uh some huge firm of Goldman Sachs bought PTI and gave me a million shares of Goldman shares Goldman stock they may have a restriction on it that says you can't sell it for a year and a half or two years or something uh that, that's called restricted stock so i have it yeah. but i can't sell yeah. it now for me to sell a call against it without putting up a whole bunch of money i probably if 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 the restriction is for 1000 days or 500 days i can sell a call out 501 days right and have it, and then now it is it's considered uh, as long as it's a European option, correct? Uh, which means it can't be exercised until the five hundred and first day. I can do that, correct, and have it covered. One of the things that I learned, or uh, one of the things that he said in the video that I've got to do some, I have little notes of things I got to follow up on. And Cuban was he did his uh, he did the interview and he said. And then the shares were called away from me when they rallied. So they, they were worth a lot more, but I was still, but you know, I still sold them at a price a little bit higher than, than where they were rewarded to me. So apparently whoever was on the other side of the collar, um, exercised their right to buy from him or, or made him say, yeah, made whoever, you know, had sold him the calls, which I believe it was Goldman Sachs decided they wanted you know that they wanted to go ahead and um exercise early yeah, but they, they still the they still couldn't do it till after the restriction came off right well that, and that's what he said in an interview that that he you know the shares were called away from him and i'm thinking that's not right he said they were called away early and i'm like well that can't be accurate yeah, they can't if be they accurate. were locked up shares so there's a disconnect between what he said but i do know that that like you know the stock was in the high 90s he had a, a like a ninety strike put and a one thirty five strike call or so where the, and the stock went to four hundred. Well, you know your your buddy Captain, <laughs> your, yeah, your buddy Captain Kirk, uh-huh. and the Priceline uh-huh. stuff. He his wasn't restricted. He just sold it. Then the stock cratered. Uh-huh. So he yeah. made money. Another everybody the company was pissed off at it because he sold it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, S and P futures. You got a dash at eight. It's it's a hard eight right here. You got you got to go, bud. Yeah, no, I'm I'm waiting for them to pop on so I can so I can say bye. S and P futures up fifteen. Nasdaq futures up seventy eight. Uh, do we just buy, buy, buy? I uh, know. Yeah, I guess we have to. I guess it's we going have up, to. Going up, you got to buy. Absolutely, buy when it's going up, sell when it's going down. Isn't that isn't that the retail mantra? We'll see how that works. Uh, but back tomorrow, stocks and jacks. Stocks and Jocks is brought to you by PTI Securities and Futures. Go to PTISecurities.com. PTI ProDirect. Trade for as low as a penny per share and a dollar per option contract. Learn more at PTIProDirect.com. Nadex. Offering an intuitive way to trade the financial markets. Visit Nadex.com. Home Source Realty. Call Audrey Johnson at 708-349-3456. Hamzi Analytics. Listen to Fari Hamzi every other Thursday and visit HamziAnalytics.com. CairoMed. Back or neck pain? Schedule a complimentary consultation by calling 708-403-2727.
DAX Research. Tune in for David Andelman's technical analysis on Mondays and Thursdays and call 1-800-821-4968. That's all, folks.